This is the Do Big Things Podcast, where we want to inspire you to do big things. This podcast is brought to you by Big Things Crewing, a service for ultra runners from beginner to elite. Not only can we get you trained up, but we can also crew you into the finish line. Find us at big-things-crewing.com. Now, here is your host, Adam McRoberts. What's up to the Do Big Things tribe? How are you guys? Welcome. If you're new here, I'm happy you drop by. This is a podcast where I talk with interesting, inspiring folks who are doing big things with their lives. I am inspired by a wide variety of all kinds of weirdos. And when I say weirdos, that is meant as a high compliment. Who wants to be normal? Who wants to be regular? I've always wanted to be crazy. It's something I've aspired to most of my life. What's wrong with that? You got a problem with that? Huh? Huh? It is March 16th, and I'm coming to you from Boulder, Colorado. I've got a couple of really cool guests for you today for episode number 68. Kyla Claudel and Reed Delman are the race directors for Gemini Adventures here in Colorado. I was really anxious to sit down and get to know them a little bit more because Big Things Crewing is going to be teaming up and working with them this year. They are both pretty low-key, humble race directors who have some excellent ultramarathons and adventure races throughout the year, and they're trying to stay away from the corporate vibe that lots of races are slowly adapting to. I was really impressed with them, their ethics, what they stand for, and I am happy to now call them friends. They are coming up in just a minute. This podcast is brought to you by On Pace Wellness. Do you ever wonder if there's a better version of yourself out there? Could a better diet help you with that? And what is the best diet for you personally? Maybe you are already a super athlete and you want to step your game up this year. Will Benitez of On Pace Wellness is an experienced certified nutritionist who can help you do just that. He's also an ultra runner, so he's not going to tell you you're running too much. He works with all kinds of really, really high-end athletes and ultra runners, and he is the guy to talk to you about squaring away your diet. No cookie-cutter nutrition plans here. He will actually listen to you and work with you personally as an individual. You can hear my conversation with him on episode number 62. Look him up at On Pace Wellness. Mention the Do Big Things podcast and get 10% off his services. I highly recommend you guys check him out. My conversation with him was really inspiring and helped me to look at what I was putting in my body and think openly and honestly about how it was making me feel. Is that mouth pleasure worth it? Is it helping me with my goals? I don't know about you guys, but I've got some pretty ambitious goals this year. OnPaceWellness.com. Get dialed in, baby. This podcast is also brought to you by Athletic Brewing. Great tasting, non-alcoholic craft beer made with high quality, all natural ingredients. 
with low calories for the active lifestyle. No matter what your motivation, if you want to keep a clear head and drink healthier, they are here for you. They've made it their mission to brew non-alcoholic beer that doesn't compromise taste, quality, or a healthy active lifestyle. Enjoy the taste without the hangover. Check them out, athleticbrewing.com. Get 20% off using the discount code MCROBERTSA20, all caps. It's my last name and first initial, M-C-R-O-B-E-R-T-S-A-20, for 20% off. Some non-alcoholic beer that's winning contests all over the globe. I personally don't drink alcohol anymore, but I always miss the taste of a good craft beer, especially after a long run or a hard workout. Now I can enjoy a beer or two without feeling like crap the next day. Or more importantly, in my case, without getting locked into a drinking binge that starts to creep in and negatively affect the rest of my life. (laughs) But hey, that's just me and my issues. I'm a bit of an extremist with an addictive personality. I'm sure you guys are much smarter than me. Look these guys up at athleticbrewing.com and use my discount code. Remember, by supporting our sponsors, you are supporting this podcast. Now, put your hands together for Reed Delman and Kyla Claudel of Gemini Adventures. All right, guys. Thank you for joining me. Welcome to the podcast. It's uh, great to chat with you guys. We've been trying to make this happen for a long time, but you guys are out adventuring like all the time. So this we, we live do. some some exciting lives out here. <laughs> it sounds like it. It sounds like it. What have you guys been up to most recently? Uh, well, we spent some time in Breck. Okay. Uh, doing some some backcountry skiing and some downhilling and yeah. I feel like we've done something since then, though. So it went Bragg, Florida. Did we do something else? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, all right, that was the last one. Like, you guys are all over the place. I see on your Instagram, yeah. there's skiing, there's pack rafting. You guys are in the water. You guys are hiking. You guys are everywhere. So I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do some things, too. Oh, I do. Yeah, I do plenty of adventuring, but you guys are out there all over the place all the time, so... It's definitely uh, a passion. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a shared passion for sure. And I'm sure most of our listeners uh, are into the same stuff. So this is awesome, you guys. Um, if you wouldn't mind, could you give us an intro? Tell us who you are. Uh, Reed and Kyla. Mm-hmm. We are the uh, faces behind Gemini Adventures. Yeah. Uh, Gemini Adventures. So, I, so I've been putting on Gemini Adventures races since 2003. Oh. and. Um, and Kyla came on seven years ago, something like that, or so. Or so. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, and uh, yeah, we we put on long, mostly long distance, but it's all backcountry trail stuff, mountain biking and running, mm-hmm. and um, and we do some backcountry tours and things like that. Awesome. So that's a long time, like seventeen years. Like that's a while. Things have changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's very different. The, the whole sport and, and everything around it has yeah. changed a lot since I started it. Yeah. Reed yeah. is an ultra running pioneer, man. When I hear about the Wild West of they're just throwing people into the backcountry to 
think or swim. <laughs> it was, a, those were crazy adventures. Oh man. Awesome. Well, I want to get into all of it. I want to hear it all. So I've been doing ultras for a good decade, 10 or 11 years, but I'm from Wisconsin originally. So I ran all the ultras there and then uh, mm -hmm. eventually had to make my way out to the mountains and, and start doing the big ones. So yeah, yeah. Are people. yeah. This is the area to do it. Yeah. Where are you guys from? I'm from Cleveland. Okay. I'm from Philadelphia, oh, okay. but I've been in Colorado a long time. Once really? I hit this place, I never wanted to leave. Yeah. Same here. I just fell in love with this place. Yeah. I came here once on a random trip with someone and we ended up climbing a 14er. I didn't even know what a 14er was at the time. I went home and I couldn't get it out of my head. I'm like, I got to get back there. That was, that was too sick. Yeah. <laughs> How did you guys meet? Uh, actually just, I just hired, you know, I was looking for somebody to hire. Okay. And she answered the call and, uh, the bills. And, yeah. Nice. Worked out very well. You nice. need someone to organize his office. Reed is an on-course <laughs> genius. You know, he, the adventures he puts together are insane. Yeah. The way he keeps his office. <laughs> so insane. <laughs> yes. I need some help there. So yeah. I get to handle logistics and some of the office stuff and okay. it's a good team. Right on. Cool. I like it. Um, Reed, I read that you were originally, well, I don't know if it was originally, but you were into wrestling and, and MMA fighting at one point and I was too, man. So oh, yeah, nice. yeah, man, I want to hear a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I still do it. Uh, really? I, I take my break in the after every afternoon and, yeah. uh, and do some wrestling, jujitsu, nice. MMA. Oh, cool. Yeah. Where do you, yeah. where do you train at? I'm curious. Uh, so at, uh, it's a, uh, Easton, Easton oh, yeah. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yep, I've been there. Okay, cool. Um, I've been there. Uh, I was one of his first students. No kidding. Twenty years ago. Oh wow. Okay. And actually, he came. He came to town and uh, wanted to learn the wrestling. Yeah. And and I was coaching at the time, so he just came into town and we met up and and uh, he's he's a big adventurer too. Okay. Uh, he was just in Breck with us. Oh. And I do some river trips with him and yeah, it's. A lot of fun. So, so yeah, so I've been there for 20 years. Wow. Wrestled in college and international after that and okay. uh, got a few MMA fights in. Nice. So you're probably yeah. legit jujitsu black belt at this point then if you've been around that long. I've been a black belt for a while. Yeah. Nice. Nice. That's he wrestled at Ohio state and he's a black belt yeah. and he's Kate fought in the cage. He's done it all. That's badass. <laughs> Come on. I love it. <laughs> so you have a wrestling background then? Well, no, not wrestling. Um, I have a, a karate and taekwondo background. I oh, did nice. all that stuff while growing up and then uh, eventually found jujitsu and completely fell in love with it. And all the karate and taekwondo went in the background and yeah. I got completely obsessed with jujitsu and uh, yeah, found my way into the cage for a couple amateur fights back in the nice. day. And um, I mean, I still dabble around with a little jujitsu, not like I'd like to, not as much as I'd like to, but, um, yeah, it's still a passion for sure. I'm, I'm still into Great. it. Yeah. 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 It's a lot of fun. It really is. It really is. Well, I didn't know that. That's, I mean, that's quite an accomplishment just getting a black belt and, uh, BJJ. That's nothing to sneeze at. Well, that's, that's, it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of like my ultra running, you know, you just get started and you keep going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Kyla, what are some of your other hobbies? I'm not a black belt. Uh. 
I am, I don't like to call myself this, but it's true. I am the ultimate sidekick. I'll say yes to anything. Really? <laughs> if it's outdoors and it's a little scary, I'm in. Yeah. And you yeah. both. She, have... She's a top notch dabbler. Yeah. Uh, okay. Dabbles in everything. Okay. I never, so he got started in ultra running or jujitsu and he'll go all the way. Yeah. I'll just jump in, do some, and then jump into something else. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I like it. I'm, I'm kind of right in between both of those camps. Like, you know, I've been doing ultra running and jujitsu for a long time and, but I'll, I'll do some dabbling in there as well. So there's like, fun to be had. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> she's, she's, she really has taught me that there's a beauty in, in dabbling and, you know, just going out and having fun with things, you know, totally, totally. That's yeah. what it's all about. You got to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. So almost 20 years in this business. Um, what have you seen? Uh, good, bad, ugly, how have things changed? Um, I mean, I just like just a decade ago when I started this thing, it was totally different. Like, um, you know, people would show up on the weekends and everybody's drinking beer and then they go out and run a bunch in the woods and come back and drink more beer and just sit around the fire. And it was like a, just a social craziness. And, uh, you know, now it's become sort of corporate in, in certain aspects. And I'm just curious what kind of changes you've seen over the years. I came in at the party point. Yeah. But yeah. You were, before that, it was very serious. Yeah, it was it, it was a lot of people with deep seated issues. <laughs> you know, they were out there on the trail. Um, that's working why out I'm in this issues. thing. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's what I always but said about years ago. They weren't having fun. Right. That's what I always said about MMA. You know, I had enough issues to make me want to fight, yeah. but I wasn't abused enough to make me good. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about like me too okay this is this is gonna be great man this is gonna be a good relationship i right, love it right. <laughs> so uh, but yeah serious. yeah no i think i think it used to be a little bit more it used to be more serious you know you'd go to these races and they were very backwoods you know um very out there and you know if if you if if the aid station had what they said it was going to have then that was a good race you know, if they didn't, well, you know, that's, that's the way it goes. Yeah. Um, you know, and you, you show up at a race and you get just one of those plain white t-shirts uh, with, you know, with the logo farm on the back and, you know, the, the 20 different sponsors who, who gave a few bucks to, to the event, and, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and, you know, now a lot of this is due to Kyla bringing this in, you know, um, you know, now we have stylish shirts that people want to wear around town and you know yeah. um it's, it's just a very different very different vibe yeah. you know but i think there's i think there's a great aspect to it you know um so one of the things that we do i think differently than than most people is is we make it a festival mm -hmm. and we do not make it corporate no, yeah. no, no. Cool, cool. We like cool little adventure towns where everything is authentic. It is, you know, it's got to feel like our community. Yeah. I mean, I'm really yeah. adamant about that. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and, and there's, a, there's a nice meal at the end and there's, you know. Uh, but I want our community and... to come together. I think yeah. that's where the beauty of those beer races, <laughs> that was the great thing about them is that it was an identity and you wanted to hang out with the people who are doing that with you. Mm -hmm. It's not a corporate thing where you come in, get your medal and leave. 
totally be a weekend it should be your people it should be the town where you're staying it should be all part of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's the fun of it. <laughs> yeah, that's it right there. That's the good stuff. You I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the best races I've done were always little. They were always small out in the middle of nowhere, you know, just like 20 to 50 people. And then you walk away with like eight new best friends that, you yes. know, now exactly. 10 years later, they're still some of my best friends. So, um, yeah, you run some of the bigger races and, you know, you talk to people, but it's just a different vibe, you know, um, right. Like uh, for a while I was dabbling in triathlon and Ironman and I go do these races and not even talk to anybody, like nobody. Those races your friends come from your training. I've heard triathlon. Reed is also an Ironman. Okay. Okay. I did one. I did one. Yeah. Yeah. No. God, Reed, you've done everything, man. (laughs) You've done everything. Me and suffering. That's the common bond with everything I do. Yes. Makes us stronger. Tells us who we are. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Um, so, I mean, how did your races start 17, 20 years ago? I mean, was it just really small grassroots, like four people showing up and going out and getting after it or how did it start? Well, yeah, I kind of, I kind of, kind of lucked into it. Um, so I, I heard about the marathon to sob, uh-huh. you know, and that, that was way back in the early days of the marathon to sob uh you know six day race through the Moroc- through the moroccan desert and, mm-hmm. and i thought man that would i would love to do that but it just didn't seem like i, I couldn't afford it you know i couldn't fly there couldn't do other things but I thought, i'm gonna put on one of those events here in the u.s yeah. make it affordable you know bring people in and so i started looking into that just started you know there was no internet you yeah. know just started calling people, started calling the BLM and, and looking at maps. And, and while I was working on that, uh, another kind of local race was canceled for the year, just some logistics. I thought, okay, I'll put on a 25 and a 50 mile race. Okay. And, uh, you know, I had already been in touch with the BLM and, and yeah, and uh, really just a couple friends helped me put it on. And the first, the first year we were at the hotel the night before and, and working late because we had no idea how long everything was going to take. And, uh, and we found that we couldn't get the spigots on the outside of the hotel to fill up all these, these gallon <laughs> jugs for water. <laughs> and uh, we had 150 people our first year. Wow. Um, so... So me and a friend stayed up all night filling these, these uh, big gots yeah. of, of water in the bathtub in our hotel room <laughs> and carrying them outside through on the elevator outside, loading up the truck. Awesome. Three in the, till three in the morning, had to get up in, at five in the morning to start the event. <laughs> yeah. So that was, <laughs> there was a learning curve. That was your introduction to the world of uh, race directing, huh? Right. Awesome. (laughs) Wow. Well, 150 people at your first year, that's pretty legit. Yeah. Again, and I looked into it because the other event was, was canceled. Yeah. Um, But that's still our, our biggest race. You know, the trails are just amazing. Yeah. Um, It's the uh, trail running festival in Fruita. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, the trails are just so amazing. Of course, yeah. nothing there you'd want to mess with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So people kept coming back. That's cool. 
they didn't know what happened behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, right. They're just thankful they had water that day. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask where the water came from. You got right, water, right. guys. <laughs> uh, were you a ultra runner or adventure athlete first? So, yeah. So my first event was actually um, the Eco Challenge. Oh, okay. Back back in the day. Back you know, in the day. 90, uh, 96, I think it was. Okay. I, I did the Eco Challenge. Yep. Um, and up until that point, I was a climber. You know, I was, I was into climbing and doing a lot of alpine climbing and read about it actually in a triathlon magazine. Oh, okay. And thought, man, I got to do this. Yeah. And, um, and just kept my eye out for it. Actually, I think it was the Raid Galois that I, that I had read about and just kept looking for it and looking for it. And, you know, again, without the internet, yep. things kind of had to fall into your lap back then. Totally. Yeah. And then things just snowballed for you. It sounds like things just, progressed. yeah, I did the eco challenge and then, um, then decided to do a 50 K. I had never even done a marathon or I don't even know if I had done a half marathon at that point. <laughs> nice. Besides to do a 50K. <laughs> Might as well dive right in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pain and suffering. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And at this point, you've done a bunch of races. Hard Rock, Leadville, the Leadville mountain bike. You've done a bunch yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And you're still going. Did, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not doing as much running. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's kind of what I feel like at the time now. Yeah, for sure. Mountain biking and rafting river thing. Yeah. And then we're going to put those together and start bike pack rafting. <laughs> right. Really? Yeah. You're going to put them together? Things, yeah, we, we, we've got some things that we're looking at for this year. Oh. When he's not making new races, he's making new crazy adventures. Adventures. Cool. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. Kyla, are you into all the same stuff? Mountain biking, rafting, everything too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. really, I love any kind of mountain thing. I'm doing a lot of snowboarding yeah. now and I just did my first flipboard trip, which was ah, a blast. Nice. So now he's started cross country and we've been doing more uphill and okay. we feed off of each other. <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah. It's a good energy. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And Kyla, you've done a bunch of Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny? Like you can use Instagram for positive or negative, And I'm just like looking at it. And, yeah. It's like, I'm just trying to use it for the positive. Like if I can look at it and get inspired somehow and meet cool people like yourselves, you know, I mean, that's positive to me. I, it yeah. is. It really is. We're constantly sending each other things like, look at this, look at this. And I'm yeah. not jealous. I'm inspired. Totally. <laughs> totally. That's what it's all about. Yeah. And Kyla, you've done a bunch of ultra marathons. It looks like too, huh? I've done a bit. I was into the running for a while and, and the mountain running is the way to go. I just did a year ago. I did my first ever road marathon. I had never run on the road before and it's a different kind of challenge and not as fun. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I know now that the trails have been sloppy over the last couple of weeks, I've been running roads and I'm like, yeah. God, this beats my body up. Like yeah. way worse than running trails. It's like a job. <laughs> you got to force yourself to get out. and <laughs> Not one of the good jobs like we have. Yeah. Yeah. Did you grow up running? I did. I, I grew up a lot outdoors. Um, okay. I went to see you because yeah. the mountains were calling, you know, yep. and just, I could spend a million, hundred percent of my time outside. Mm. I really, anything yeah. mountains, anything, water, anything, sun and stars. 
Yeah. I just love it. And I, once you become a mountain runner and you do, do things in the mountains, I think that's where you want to be. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. I like hills. I like challenges. I mm-hmm. like to push it. Yeah. I like a little danger. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Yeah, for me, it just like opened things up, you know, once once you figure out you can climb a couple 14ers and you throw some running into the mix, it's like things seem less dangerous because if a storm right. comes in or something, I can run out of here, you know? Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not going to take me that. eight okay, hours we, to hike we out did, of we here. We would run. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. You see all those other people book tree line with you and you're like, no, we're in a different position here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're I not know. in the same boat. Yeah. And I've had to do I that love- a couple of times. Yeah. 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 For sure. <laughs> I love the mountains too. And, and the kind of adventures we do just always gaining more competency yeah. is so much fun. You know, yeah. as you're progressing through these levels of being able to do harder things and making better decisions, like with the backcountry skiing, learning more and more and more, you mm. just never get bored. There's always another level. Totally. To yeah. master. Has it been a pretty and good yeah. year for skiing? off and on um it started out a little rough yeah but we're having fun now i was in steamboat last weekend there was a ton of powder and you just have to be really competent though it's an avalanche season and it's scary yeah 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 i heard there's been a lot of people that have passed away this year in avalanches yeah yeah it's scary reed and i do crazy stuff but we don't we're not we don't take high risks good yeah i believe (laughs) right 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 it's it's all relative you know i think everybody thinks you know they're uh, they're they're taking reasonable risks and you know and and i i've been running into that with with the whitewater oh. you know i did a trip in october okay. where i took a nice little swim in some class four some class four rapids and, uh, you know yeah that's the under and then spits you out and you're like okay i was you know wasn't bad <laughs> nature wins man yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um, so how and why did you guys come to, uh, putting your races over on the Western slope in Eastern Utah? Why did you choose that area? The trails, yeah. you know, the trails are just so amazing there. I think we both love the desert. Yeah. The right. desert is a magical place mm-hmm. to run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, it started out actually, that's where I did my first ultra. Okay. Maybe that's why it's, it started that way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, the second you get out there and the Fruta and Moab area, it's just, yeah. And then the towns became so cool. Hanging yeah. out in Moab has been cool from way back, but Fruta's catching up quick. Yeah, yeah. it is. I like the people. I like the place. I like the feel of it. Mm-hmm. And then with the trails too, it's, it's where you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> you guys both live in Boulder though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, why haven't you moved closer over that way? I'm curious. Sounds like all your work is over there. Yeah. <laughs> There's this thing called life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. <laughs> we have a bunch of kids. Yep. And Boulder is such an amazing place, too. Oh, it is. So, so yeah. having that to escape to and this to live in, we, yeah. we are lucky. It's like the best of both worlds. Yeah. yeah. There's that so many sense. places you can access from Boulder. Yeah. I mean, you know, we could we could talk about how much we love the desert, but we love the mountains too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. Not a bad place to be. And oh, neither man. of us minds driving to an adventure, man. Yeah. I, I've gone to Zion for an overnight before. <laughs> <laughs> if it's there, I'll go. Nice. You're the same. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, do you guys plan on expanding from where your races are at at all? We are. Um, okay. We actually have a new event this year. Oh. Uh, our first one in New Mexico. Oh, we no found kidding. another cool town. Oh, sweet. <laughs> And yeah, and that's really what we base it on. We base it on the, the town, you know, the area. Uh -huh. um, we're not looking at the corporate side. We're not looking, I mean, it's got to have some decent trails, but it's it's all about the vibe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He used to get mad at me when I said vibe. <laughs> well, I know it's kind of an we overused really word. Cool yeah, it's de definitely overused, but yeah, the feel of it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, we, we went and checked it out and the people there were so cool and, um, and just and the, the surrounding. Cool, man. No I-70. It took us four and a half hours. We oh. just drove straight south until we hit New Mexico and these cool little towns. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're available, you know, Fruta and Moab, they're, they're getting a bit nuts. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so where you go next, what, yeah. what else can we do? And is we there found a, Red River. <laughs> okay. Is there a lot of races down there? Or are you guys kind of no. starting we to We are things? busting in. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Arizona's got some good races, but New yep. Mexico is pretty untapped. Okay. I mean, there's certainly some stuff down there, you know, but it's not like, like Moab is just, you know, every weekend they've got something. Yep. You know, um, so, so yeah, so we're, we just got into New Mexico. We're also in Eagle. Mm. Okay. which is one of those cool little adventure mm -hmm. towns. Yep, totally. Got amazing trails up there, mm -hmm. you know, and then a couple races in Fruta. And yeah, we don't want to expand too quickly. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. um, we, we're kind of finding our, uh, what, what we do best. Yeah. And, and like I said, since Kyla has been here, it's kind of the after party is, you know. <laughs> really? Oh, uh, you put on great races. Yeah, but that, you yeah. know. But I like it to be a festival. I want the whole weekend. I want their, you know, I want these towns to, everyone to just get everything out of it that, that they can and yeah. not just have it be a race, but a, an experience. Yeah. An adventure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have a good working relationship with each of these towns that you're you're going into? Oh yeah. I mean, we, I care about them so much. I try yeah. to move to everyone. <laughs> right. <laughs> Every time we go to one of these places, it's like, okay, now she is, is fruit of Kyla yeah. or really? Eagle Kyla or <laughs> well, Red it's Kyla. Not us, it's them. I mean, the, the, the leaders of these small adventure towns and the locals, mm -hmm. they are so invested and they have such a great energy. And we're so mm -hmm. lucky to get to, you know, be part of their family. I mean, these town, these small towns are families, mm -hmm. sometimes literally. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. 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 And wow. they, they let us be a part of it and we respect them on yeah. a million percent. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, what is your percentage rate for like uh, repeat? uh customers and clients that are coming back to your races is it pretty big or is it they're our family too yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um so in the past couple of years we've been trying to expand our base mm -hmm. um but we really exist on our base okay you know um i i don't know what the number is at this point um, i feel like i always know everyone i see right right really? yeah you know they come back year after year i mean there's people so so i know um th there's a handful of people that have been doing the trail running festival since it began in 2003 wow okay i don't think there's anybody that has done every single one of them mm -hmm. but um 
you know, they've missed like two, you know, two of the races over the years. Yeah. Um, so. And then the yeah. crazy stage race, those mm-hmm. guys come back over and over. I really? mean, they, we call them family and it's true. I think with that, with that one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, you must be doing something right then if people keep coming back. For a couple crazy people. Right, right. <laughs> well, yeah. And it, it's, it's that we love doing them. We love being out there and, uh-huh. and being part of it. And, um, you know, this year at the trail running festival, we'll have about 700 people, six, six, wow. between six and 700 people, you know, over the weekend. Wow. So, yeah. Um, but it's still, you know, again, we're not going corporate. We're not, yeah. you know, it, we're not running them through the machine. Sure. You know, I, I look at most of the names when they register and, and at least, you know, recognize the faces year after year after year mm. and, um, and continue to, to make this better for them. Mm-hmm. Well, and we get, I mean, they email us personally and say, this is my first half marathon. I'm so excited. My trail race, or this is my first 50 K. How do I crew? How do I pack? You know, mm-hmm. they're, and we want to answer them. <laughs> and that's so much of our time. We use so much of our time uh, personalizing all the emails. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we love it, but you know, when you have 700 people, it's like, okay, let's go through this and, you know, but, but that's, that's the enjoyable part of our it's job. It's their right? adventure. Yeah. And, and that's the great thing we can do for the world. It's a small thing, but it's what I'm doing, you know, making people stronger and happier. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I like it. Um, how did COVID affect you guys? Oh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> in comes really the bad, Adam. <laughs> really, really bad. <laughs> um, you, you know what? There too. I, I think part of it is is um, the group, the the people that we work with, and and again, you know, I've done I've done a lot of sports, or you know, really been into things. And when I started working with with these people back in two thousand three. I'm like, this is where I want to be because of the people, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. not just the events, but, but the people. And, and really we made it through because of the people um, being understanding, mm-hmm. you know, you have to come up, we had to come up with our policies and, and all the things that, uh, uh, okay, this, you know, we're canceling it and we ask you to do this and that, and, you know, we can't give everything back because these are the things that were bought and you know it was it was just a crazy crazy time we work with all small businesses so we were just swimming in this sea of small businesses that were desperately trying not to go under and then all of the participants who are out what they purchased and it was rough right so you know we said all right you know we'll keep a small portion of it and we'll defer it to to the following year you know uh, you know, the, the greater portion to, to the, for the next year's race. And um, people were understanding. They were understanding. It was tough too. It was an identity crisis. You know, when your whole industry disappears in a day, mm-hmm. it's like, shoot, I better yeah. learn how to drive a crane or something. This isn't <laughs> happening anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it was scary. Yeah. 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 Um, but, but yeah, so, so um, we're, we're making out of, uh, we're coming out of it. Okay. Yep. Yep. And, and we're and happy. People are so excited to get back out there. Yeah, everybody is totally. Yeah. They Were you guys it. able to have any of your races last year? We had one in September. Okay. Kinda, I, I kept saying we, we threaded the needle. 
Yeah. You know, things um, things really opened up during the summer mm-hmm. and then shut down in the fall. Yep. And we were early fall. And the town of Eagle worked with us. Um, we put a lot of, of policies into place, protocol mm-hmm. into place. Mm-hmm. And they worked with us to, to make a safe event. So it wasn't just that they let us go for it. Yeah. They worked with us to make it a safe event. And and the people from the town especially came out to the came out to the race and mm. and got out on the trails and spread out and you know. It was a little funky and I was worried that we wouldn't be able to offer them what we offer. Mm. Uh, but it felt great. They had a blast. We we decided not to do virtual races. Right. Okay. Um, because that's not what we do. Yeah. You know, yeah, um, it's just tough when you're all about community to do that virtually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, some, some race, uh, race directors are about, well, you know, it's, it's about the motivation and it's about getting people out on the trails or, you know, whatever they, whatever they want from their, their races. Mm-hmm. Um, what we want is we want the community and we want them to get out and, and be in the mountains or be in the desert. And we couldn't do that virtually. So yeah. we decided we're, we're not going to put any uh, virtual races on. Totally. So that race that you did have, were you able to have like a little uh, festival? Were you able to celebrate at the end or was it just like staggered start times and everyone wearing masks at aid stations or what did it look like? It was, it was happy. It was, it was yeah. I, I think that's the best way to say it. It, it was happy. Yeah. It wasn't the big, we didn't have the big party at the end. Yep. Um, uh, but we had pizza and people, you know, good music and, mm-hmm. and people out celebrating. Mm-hmm. And again, it, it was the town, the yeah. town, um, they brought in some live music and DJs and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And, you know, people just didn't crowd around everything. Mm-hmm. They passed through and, and were happy to be out there. And, you yeah. know, it was, it was, it was a really good feeling um, without the close the closeness of it. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody starving a little bit goes a long way too. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Everybody was so desperate to get outside and and find some sort of uh, social aspect and some sort of normalcy and what everybody loves to do. So it's like, if all these races are canceled and we have to follow rules at this one, we'll go to this one and follow rules. Perspective is such a huge (laughs) part of life, right? Yeah. Yeah, I keep saying that we can't complain about them shutting things down and putting rules in so that we could have it open, yeah. right? You can't, you can't complain about both of those things. Yeah. So if they could set up rules for us and to do it safely, you know what? I, I, I'm not going to complain about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if it's, you know, shutting things down in, in kind of a random way, you know, that's what I complain about. Yeah. If they could give us some, some rules to follow to make it happen. Great. Yeah. You know, we have outdoor events and, and, and there's ways to do it. Okay. Yeah. Did this change, uh, business plans at all for this year? No, I don't think. <laughs> it's so weird how you can, you know, just keep doing these one eighties. Mm-hmm. I think this summer, the main thing we're going to be allowed to do is outdoor events. Yeah. So now we can kind of get back to business. So, so far well, this year's looking pretty good. Yeah, it is, you know, and keeping in mind too, that we're also pulling back from how tight it was last fall, mm-hmm. right? So, so 
it's way easier to open up from where we were in the fall, even though it's still restricted, it's still more open than where, where we were. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good year. I mean, yeah. um, it, it sounds like there's still going to be a couple races that, that may be canceled and, and some of that's due to snow and avalanche and stuff like that in Colorado. But for the most yeah. part, most, most of the races are going to be ramping back up and everybody's Did you sign up for eager. anything. I'm doing uh, the Sangre 200 in oh, September. Nice. Yeah, so that's my first 200. So that should be a torture fest. Um, nice. Yeah, and you know, a bunch of training races between now and then. Uh, I got training races for you if you need them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'll be jumping into a few of them, the ones that we're not helping at. So yeah. 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 How well, about yeah, we appreciate you guys coming out doing our, our hike and aid station. Oh, dude. Brian yeah. Yeah. We can't wait, man. We can't wait. He speaks, fun. <laughs> he speaks really, really highly of you guys. And I'm glad he introduced all of us. And, uh, this is going to be a blast. We, we absolutely can't wait. So no, it's going to be cool. Yeah. It'll be fun. Really fun. How about you guys? Are you guys signed up for anything this year? We are doing all our own adventures this year with yeah. these races. It's too hard to plan things around and we, yeah. we have some plans. Yeah. yeah. They're Mostly written out just, on napkins. Yeah. <laughs> so like personal adventure stuff rather than organized races. Yeah. But uh, we're adding a race in this with, with adding the race in this year. Um, we have to go check out the trails and the course and mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff. Spend some time yeah. uh, slaving away in Red River. Yeah. <laughs> Red River, New Mexico. Yeah. Um, Sometimes when you put on events on the weekends, when you're not doing that, you want to be far deep in the backcountry alone. <laughs> totally. It's a balance. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it for sure. Um, so you guys are up to seven races now. Is that right? <sighs> we should um, know this. Right, we right. Into the board where our events are. Uh, five, <laughs> five races. Okay. Right. And some, some are we over weekends with mountain biking and trail running. So you might count those as, as a couple. Right. Okay. And, and we did, we did have uh, one last year was the inaugural race uh, year for um, a local 5k, 10k. Um, and it was early season. So we're putting that off one more year. St. Patrick's Day race. It's yeah. our first ever theme 5k. We're, we're doing something new. <laughs> right. So, and it didn't, it was canceled the day before last yes. year. Uh, that sucks. Everything yeah. shut down. St. Okay. Patrick's Day. It yeah. was in Lyons. Reed's brother lives in Lyons and they want to start doing events again since the floods. Okay. So we just wanted to do something fun for them. Yeah. Okay. So, so that was canceled last year. And I think it's a little too soon this year. Mm. Um, too early in the year. Things aren't quite open up yet. Mm -hmm. So we're going to put that off for one more year. So, okay. um, but other than that, yeah, we have five, five events. Five weekends. Right. Yeah. Um. Can you run down the list for anybody that's listening and curious? Can you tell us about the sure. races? Yeah. Sure. We have our, our long running trail running festival in Fruta. Yeah. Desert Rats Trail Running Festival. Yes. And that's in April. Um, that, that's actually sold out right now, but we're, we're taking a wait, waiting list. Um, and we'll let people in as, as we see what's going on with COVID restrictions. Okay. Um, we have our uh, Adventure Fest, which it just kind of changed, changed names. Um, and locations and locations mm. in Fruta. It's an 18 road. Do you know the area? I've been through there, but I don't know it super well. 
it's new trails for us and a lot of people. It's pretty cool. It's okay. great. It's great trails. Yeah. yeah, it's been there a long time, but they they keep adding to it and building Little things. Camps and free camping. It used to be like the wild west out there, but they're yeah. starting to make it more a little more civilized. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. bathrooms now. Right. <laughs> uh, so that's a half marathon and a 50k mountain bike race. Nice. We have our stage race, which goes uh, six days from Fruita to Moab. And that Along is- Along the entire Cocopelli Trail. Yeah. It's a wow. Thing. Yeah, really cool. And that is, that's a true suffer fest, but amazing, you know, amazing beauty. And uh, and, th and that's really where we get to know people so well. That one is a deep experience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> people are living um, lifetimes in that short do. amount of time. We mentioned it's the desert in June. <laughs> it's nice and hot. Yeah. yeah what did you say? Running in the desert when it isn't hot. Oh yeah, it's like running in the desert when it isn't. You know, like if we did it another season, it would be like running in the desert is when it's not hot. Would be like climbing Everest if it wasn't so high. Right, right, or like running you know, around Everest or something. Right, right. <laughs> the good the stuff is right there. <laughs> right, the yeah. experience is to be in the desert in the heat. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, we have mountain rats and eagle in September. And then um, the new- uh, That's a weekend of running and mountain biking. Yeah, mountain, running and mountain biking. Yeah, there's a half marathon, marathon, 50K for the running, and then uh, 50K mountain bike. <laughs> and then our new enchanted forest uh, trail races in, uh, in Red River. That's okay. in July. Okay. In July, July 31st. And uh, this year, uh, we're just looking to put on a half marathon and a marathon. And uh, next year, hoping to have a have a good mountain bike race. Nice. Yeah. Um, with the mountain biking, is that is that difficult to to plan in in terms of like um, getting permits and the logistics, or is it is it real similar to planning a running race, an ultra running race? It's it's similar. Okay. Plan a lot more medical. Right. <laughs> really? Right. Okay. Well, so I, I held off doing mountain bike races for years. Um, you know, the, the injuries tend to be more catastrophic. Sure. Yeah. Than running. You know, you well, have a lot of scraped knees. Running. Yeah, yeah, you have scraped knees and stuff in running. But the mountain bike, we had a broken femur one year. And then they got their helicoptered out. And it's... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um let anyone do it just put in for a permit <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not quite that easy but um the 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 people are different there there's a lot of crossover and and they're they're they share a lot of a lot of aspects but the one thing that we found runners if you have a set if you have a let's say an eight o'clock start for runners yeah. they show up at six o'clock they're warming up, they're stretching, they're, they're hanging out. They have questions. They have questions, <laughs> right? If you have an eight o'clock start for mountain bike, uh, they show up at 745 and they want to roll up to the start. And there'll and be go. like a straggler after the start coming in hot. It's got to catch up. <laughs> 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 people. Different personalities. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. The mountain bikers are more like the surfer personality. Like, yeah, let's yeah. just go out and have fun. And the runners are a little bit well, more. They're intense. they're intense about different things. For sure. You know? Yeah. Um, and and I, I've really found lately that 
uh, the runners are all about the scenery of the course. Uh -huh. They want, you know, if you tell them this, uh, you know, amazing scenery in this course, you get runners. Mm -hmm. uh, the mountain bikers are about the flow, about the actual trail. Mm. If you tell them, oh, you know, these 18 road trails have amazing flow. Mm -hmm. You know, these Eagle trails have amazing flow and they're great trails. Like They, they don't care so much about the, uh, they're not looking around sure. and seeing the beautiful scenery. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to see the differences in them. We just started really putting in more mountain biking and it's been fun to try to compare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what about insurance for uh, the, the two different sports? Is that a big deal? Getting insurance for the mountain biking? Um, I don't know if it's because events are more prevalent, but getting mountain bike insurance used to be tough and expensive. Yeah, I would think Almost so. Almost prohibitive. You yeah. know, it was a lot. And now it's pretty much the same as running. I really? do not know why that is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. Take it. It's yeah. that's all right. It works. Right, right. Little quirks of event planning. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's cool. Um, and you know, just what's next for you guys? I want to hear about some adventures. I want to hear about uh, some plans. I want to hear everything. Tell them about the big one. Tell them about the bike pack raft. Don't you can't steal it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't share details. Okay. Um, but uh, on the gist. The, the gist yeah. is to uh, it's it's. It's like a multi-sport. Yeah. So to ride our bikes and get on the Colorado uh, River. Okay. In in pack rafts, float down. Um, I think it's about six miles. Okay. And uh, and take out and. So, so this is all in theory, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's what makes it an adventure. Yeah. Um, I've looked at it on, on Google Earth and it looks like, so I was out there recently and saw that there's an old, uh, old road. So are we running or is it more biking? No, it, it would just be, okay. it would, just uh, hopefully it's not pushing the bikes at that point. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I think there's going to be some pushing. Uh, yeah. So I can't, out there recently and saw well there's this old old uh, road yeah that it's got to go somewhere so i <laughs> got on got, got on google earth and saw yeah in some fashion it goes goes back to town okay so um i think it would be about a three-day oh wow three-day adventure nice so this would be yeah. like a, a loop course or is it a point to point it's a loop okay yeah. okay yeah wow. and actually it kind of ends on the um the Colorado Monument Road, mm. which is beautiful, you know, takes you up uh, right on the edge of the cliffs and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Wow. I'm worried about how he was worried, how, like how he's worried about the boats and how to get the bikes on there. And I was saying, who cares? You just strap it on. What could happen? And he said, you could lose a really expensive bike at the bottom of a river. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I guess there are some things to consider. <laughs> we have a lot to learn. <laughs> How do you do that? Like, I know. Well, so so some pack rafts are made to to handle that kind of load. Okay. Um, the, always buy better stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the ones I have are kind of you know kind of pool toys. Glam. I think we can make it happen. Toys. So yeah, well, we're still in the planning stages of this. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so so we have you know some adventures, some family, you know we always have family river trips, mm -hmm. um, you know where we get like 
10 different families together and just float down for a week. And, you know, that's always fun. Nice. Yeah. So oh, some no. relaxing and some adventuring both. You guys kind of have it yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so great for the kids. Yeah. Um, my, my kids are graduating this year, so I have to have oh. at least one, you know, one big, big river trip before they go. Totally. Yeah. Are they going to school? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yep. So you got to see them off proper. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, other than that, it's going to be a busy year with the races. Yeah. Really yeah. busy year. Yeah. But busy in a good way. That's a good oh, thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Versus versus last year where, where we weren't busy. Yeah. This is way better. Yeah. Yeah. What was last year like? I mean, were you, were you like panicking on the inside or were you like, ah, it's, it's a year to do our own personal adventures? One of each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was having an existential crisis. <laughs> he was mountain biking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, of course there's concerns about businesses and, mm -hmm. and all kinds of stuff, okay. right? but uh, you know, when there's nothing to do, I, the, the first couple months, I spent a lot of time on the trampoline with my kids. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a good way to shake it out. Yeah. Trampolines driven. He was a trampoline every day. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got, I got a lot of trampolining. Like, say trampolining again, Reed. <laughs> that's your, that's your exercise nowadays. Trampolining. Uh, that, well, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> uh, it was when everything was really shut down, you know, get out on, on trails some and, mm -hmm. and get out on the trampoline. Yeah. I, I had three rules. There were three rules in the house. Every day you had to get some exercise. Mm. You had to have uh, some social interaction mm. and you had to get outdoors. Perfect. Right? And so, so when the kids were, were, you know, everybody else was on their devices and, you know, they're, they can't get together with their friends. Well, at least even text them, even text your friends. Yeah. And every day you had to get outside of the house. Mm. So every day I would check with the kids and say, all right, have you gotten outside today? Have you exercised today? Have you had any interaction today? You know, you're seniors in high school, but it's time to trampoline. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so it sounds like you guys have a lot of fun with this. Like it's, it's a passion, you know, um, what is your why? Like, why do you, why is this your passion? I start with that. Touchy feely. He can't say. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to make the big strong man with the manly beard start crying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I care about the kids. <laughs> no, I, it's, it's really affect. It's changed my life. You know, the, the outdoors and, pushing myself and, uh, you know, and, and I think that a lot of people have trouble putting themselves out there, mm -hmm. you know, uh, <laughs> me, I'll, I'll throw myself into all kinds of stuff, yeah. you know, um, put myself on the sharp end of, of climbing rope, you know, and, <laughs> and things like that when I don't even know how to climb. Um, but I think a lot of people are, are, apprehensive about getting started, you know, and, and I think that, um, that if we put those things, you know, if we, if we could introduce people 
to those things mm-hmm. and introduce it in, in a way that they meet other people who do those kinds of things, mm-hmm. um, then uh, it allows them to get out of their comfort zone, out of their bubble. And, and I know Kyla, along these lines, I don't want to speak for her, but, um, you know, we're, we're, people get in, in that safety zone, you know, mm-hmm. where they're comfortable. And, and I know Kyla is big on that too, that, you know, can't live your life just, you know, feeling comfortable. You have to feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You have to have stories to tell and you have to have things that are pushing you to be more you. Yeah. And, and Reed is a coach. He also coaches. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think it's your personality. You know, he wants people to thrive and be better and do their best. And he, he truly, I can see, enjoys giving them these adventures and and making it as hard as it can be and then getting them to the finish Mm -hmm. you know he likes both of those things Mm -hmm. and that's it's cool yeah okay what about you (laughs) 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 perfect (laughs) i'm too much that part (laughs) no i'm the same I really, I I like to get people out of their comfort zone. It annoys me when people don't do that (laughs) because you get one life and it's happening fast and let's get out there and enjoy it together and make it better. Yeah. I think she enjoys the, the breadth of experiences. Mm -hmm. Again, being the professional dabbler is, you know, she, she wants people to experience a lot of different things. Just come try it. We'll, we'll get you, we'll get you through it. Yeah. Yeah. Just say yes. (laughs) <laughs> Just say yes. Yes. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what it's all about, you know, inspiring people and, and, and helping people with, with their own adventures. I mean, same here. That's why we started this company, do big things. Right. We want people to get out and do big things. It's like, and, and, you know, big things look different for everybody. Maybe it's your right. first 5k, maybe it's your first ultra marathon. Maybe you're joining a martial arts gym. It's like, whatever your big things are, like we want to help people out. And and one of the highest compliments that I've received from people is you inspired me. Like that just turned me on. I'm like, I just love that. I'm like, really? Like, how can I do more of this? You know, supporting people when they're doing amazing things is so cool. I love what you guys do. Totally. And and sometimes people need handholding and Sometimes they need a kick in the ass. You're right. You're right. Yeah. 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 And there's a fine line there and you got to kind of feel people out and you can't ask them that question. Do you need a kick in the ass or do you want me to hold your hand? You got to figure it out and and give them what they need. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a skilled job. No doubt. It's it's neat. Yeah. One of my favorite things is just like getting someone up their first mountain or someone comes to Boulder and they've never been up green mountain. And I love just being the guy that gets to take them up there or, getting people across the finish line. Like, um, you know, I just want them to be like on their deathbed. And then they think back, there's that crazy guy that helped me do that crazy thing. I just want to be that crazy guy. Those true experiences (laughs) where people become your family and you say happy birthday to them every year because you guys went through something together. Yeah. 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 I mean, it builds just such a, such a bond, you know, and, and yeah, so many of my best closest friends have come out of this sport and, you know, we've been out on the trail, just bleeding together all night long. And right. Yeah. yeah. You just get to know each other so well. So (laughs) Reed, I'm curious, like, um, what was your like childhood like, or background? Like, did you have a pretty good, 
uh, upbringing. Why are you like this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, I just, I know a lot of people in the, in the martial arts world and, and some people had really good backgrounds and some people had really bad backgrounds, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Uh, well, like I said, you know, I wasn't, I certainly wasn't abused enough to make me that good at, at fighting. You know? <laughs> um, I, no, I wasn't abused at all. <laughs> um, I had, I had three brothers. Ah, okay. So four boys growing up, up yeah. in the house uh, in Cleveland. And I was a middle, middle child. Okay. And, um, and had to fight for every cookie in the house. And, <laughs> you know, um, we were all wrestlers. Okay. And um, yeah, I just, I just really took to that, that work part of it, you know, the physical side of it. Mm. I, I think, um, I, I think, whether it's upbringing or, or, you know, nature or nurture, I have a high need for stimulation, mm. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. um, so just reading about <laughs> sitting down and reading how, how you should rock climb mm -hmm. or starting climbing in a gym was not for me. Yeah. You know, I look back at, at how I learned to rock climb and I'm like, I'm kind of lucky to be alive. <laughs> you know? um, but weightlifting at like 10. <laughs> <laughs> hey, with uh, yeah, two brothers and a lot of <laughs> a lot of rumbling in the household, you gotta you gotta hold your own. You gotta start lifting That's right. at 10 years old. <laughs> right. Uh, but you know, I, I I just enjoy that side of it. You yeah. know, and certainly not as much as I used to. You know, I got the gray beard now and um <laughs> Uh, it certainly does not need to be as intense as it used to be for, for sure. me. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. You're close with your family and your brother, yeah. brothers and they're outdoorsy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, they are, none of them have fought in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> That's an intense experience, you know? Totally. Yeah. You know, I, I would get, I'd line up on the line for a, for a hundred miler and um and be like, all right, nobody is waiting behind the bushes to kick me in the head. Oh, totally. Me too. That's <laughs> yeah, right. it's like, I don't care how long or how hard this race is. There's like no nerves because right. Right. I've never been as nervous as walking into a cage to fight right. in front of my family and friends in just a pair of shorts, you know? Right. right. <laughs> I'm that for perspective. <laughs> yeah. Where did you fight uh, locally here or? No. Um, uh, most of my training took place in Wisconsin back in the day. Okay. And uh, most of my fighting was in the Wisconsin, Illinois area. Okay. So um, were you a pro fighter? Uh, no. Okay. No. Amateurs. Yeah. Four, four amateur fights. And I, I you know, I was, <laughs> it started way after my, my heyday. Um, so my last fight was when I was 46. Ah, nice. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was all I could get in. Were you fighting <laughs> a younger guy? Yeah. Yeah. Were there any other guys that age? <laughs> yeah. Right. You can't find any other 46 year olds willing to jump in the cage. <laughs> right. I had, I had a, amateur title fight and um he was 22 years old okay you know ask him who yeah. won oh i already know who won <laughs> this guy wrestled his whole life i'm not messing with him <laughs> <laughs> made a career of it <laughs> yeah oh man in in jujitsu that was the guys that i always struggled the hardest with is the guys who've been wrestling their whole life they just have yeah. that they just, no matter how old they are, they have that old man strength. They, right. I just couldn't get around, you know? <laughs> so, that's, that's me. Yeah, for sure. For sure. 
Um, what was your fighting weight? Uh, 145. Feather, you got down uh, to four. Weight. What do you weigh now? You look huge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like 160, 155. Oh, okay. Like that, okay. So yeah. Okay. That's oh. what, yeah. I fought at 145 and 50. I think we did a catch weight of 50 once, but okay. Yeah. So same here. You just look nice. way bigger than me. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> the beard <laughs> it's the weightlifting since i was 10 years old there you <laughs> go yeah. yeah nice ah well cool guys this has been a fun conversation um no yeah. i'm just looking forward to the summer the summer's going to be great we're looking forward to coming to your races um and i just like that you know you guys are in it for the festivity you're in it for for the party you're in it for the adventure the experience to give people an experience that's everything we're all about so this is going to be yeah it's going to be a fun we're, year we're, we're so excited to have you guys out there too that's it's going to be, be great. great year yeah yeah well like i said uh brian pacenti couldn't speak any more highly of you guys and and your races and he's like oh yeah these these are the guys we want to work with these guys are legit they've been around forever He's like, these guys yeah. are awesome. That's a high so. compliment from that guy. He's yeah. solid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. He's done uh 200 or he did what Moab 240 last year. And yeah, he's Incredible done some big man. races. So. Yeah. He won our stage race. Yeah. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Uh, just, okay. That's just, why just that, that was why he told me to ask you guys that question. <laughs> Okay. Okay. No, and he just, he handled it like a champ too. Yeah. It was, you know, just gets so hot out there and you see even, even the people who win it, a lot of times they just melt, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, and he, he was solid the whole time, you know, kept a good solid pace. And I, I think a lot of the fast runners get caught up in, in pace, Yeah, you know? And he was out there. I, I'd have to imagine he was going by field. That, that's, that's who tends to do well out there mm-hmm. is the people who, who say, all right, I have to slow down here. I could speed up here, yeah. you know, and not, not caught up in, in what their pace is. And he was just solid. He's a superstar. Yeah. 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 Is that how your ultra running is? Are you just pretty much focused on, on feel or are you out there just running and gunning? Yeah. I, I am slow. I, you know, really? I'm, I'm 53 years old with asthma and, <laughs> and I'm five foot three. So I don't have that long stride, you know? Five foot three, 165 pounds. I am not an ultra runner, but, um, but I go out there and, and I'm slow enough that I manage well, yeah. right? I know I need to eat now. I know I need to cover up from the sun. I know, you know, um, so that, yeah, it's, it's all about feel. That's a huge advantage. Just, you got to take care of yourself in the moment. Like you said, yeah. now's the time to put on sunscreen. You guys right. wear a hat right now because the sun's beating down this way and just all yep. those little things add up over the course of an ultra marathon. Yeah. And we see that, especially in our stage race. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of you guys' favorite races that you've done? Oh, you know, what's, what was great. Um, what's that NAR race that you did? Oh, never summer. Never summer. Uh, that 100K. I've never done that one. I hear so many people talking about it. Oh, it's a great, really race. great. Really? Race. Okay. Uh, just the drive down there is fantastic, but then it's, it's the location's cool. The trails are amazing. They do a great job of putting it on mm. and love that race. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They run you up the side of a mountain that I don't even remember what mile it was, but um, yeah, deep into the race, they just no trail, just straight up the side of the mountain. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's a good way to start. Well, I, I made it 87 of hard rock. 
87 miles of hard rock. Okay. Okay. Uh, before, before I missed a cutoff. Uh, and that is just, that's an, I mean, there's a reason it's, it's as popular as it is. Yeah. It's just an impressive location, mm-hmm. impressive trails. Yep. Beautiful course. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> Aesthetic. Yeah. No, I mean, it's everybody's dream race, mine included. Yeah. How about you, Kyla? always said I was going to do hard rock. And then I realized that I'm not going to do hard rock. <laughs> <laughs> it only takes you like a decade to, to get in. That, <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. Now it's harder than ever to get in. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I do, I, you know, the soft rock, I would love to get out there and do it over mm. a couple of days and just yeah. see the entire course. Yeah. I, I would love to support out there, volunteer. Yeah. I'll be involved in some way in hard rock. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've done some volunteering out there and just, yeah, just volunteering and, and watching those guys suffer is is impressive. So yeah, the race is definitely a dream, but I just love being out there and just soaking up the energy and being a part of the environment. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah. The, the, it's a different feel than other hundreds I've been to, you know. Um, you get such veterans out there and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, going into that second night, yeah. Yeah. that's... Uh, it's a different world. That's serious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I think I read somewhere, Reed, that uh, you did the Leadville uh, mountain bike race and finished with uh, not much time left before the cutoff. <laughs> <laughs> so again, I'm not built for this sort of thing. That's um, all right. You're still doing definitely. it. <laughs> You're still doing uh, it. The first year uh, I, I attempted the bike. So to me, the bike is harder than the run mm. uh, with, with asthma, you know, it's a, it's a higher output mm. and um, you know, it's not as long, but it's a higher output, which is, is more difficult for me. Mm. First year I tried it. I finished seven minutes after the cutoff. Mm. Oh. Uh, second time I tried it, I finished three minutes after the cutoff. Oh. And the third year I finished uh, a minute 40 before the cutoff. Whoa. <laughs> That's persistence, man. I would have given up after that first one. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Uh, well, oh, that must have been fun. You must have felt so good. <laughs> uh, but that had to have yeah. crushed you coming in just a few minutes after the cutoff, man. Minutes? I mean, I, if it was you my did race, it. I would just give it to you. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, you we have this bad cop, good cop yeah. thing going here. But, I uh, see that. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, but, well, so yeah, what happens if a runner comes into you guys' races uh, five minutes after the cutoff? Do you guys just so, award them anyways, or no? It's, it's the integrity of the race. We can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we keep to the integrity of the race. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they get uh, an official time, uh, an unofficial time. Okay. Okay. Coming in after. Okay. Right? Um, and again, you could see from my perspective that third that third attempt at the leadville bike mm-hmm. when i finished a minute and a half before the cutoff was extremely special to me you know because it mattered, it mattered yeah. because those other attempts you know 3 minutes and 7 minutes that's what made that minute and a half that much better mm-hmm. and and if we have a gray area i think it takes away a little bit of that edge totally you know, and, and, you know, you get all the kudos, you know, we still cheer you in and, you know, you still get bananas at the finish line, (laughs) you know, and go to the after party. Um, 
but you don't get that finisher's award. Yeah. 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 So you have to come back next time and when yeah. it was the three minutes, was there any part of you that thought you should get it anyway? No. No. No way. Yeah. I mean, I that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, I remember being at Leadville 100, the run a couple of times and uh, yeah, you know, they, it's noon, they announce, okay, no more runners. It's not going to count anymore. And then you drive down the road and you, you see like 20, 30 people yeah. hiking it in and yeah. they look so dejected and so sad. And yes, it's like, you that, guys I've, still I've did it there. all. Yeah. You guys right. did it, you know, hopefully yeah. come back next year and get that buckle. Right. Right. But here, there's no better finish line than the Leadville 100 at that cutoff. When you oh, see those yeah. people coming in, oh. trying to beat that time and, and, you know, you're like, there's no way that person's going to make it. Yeah. And then they, then you realize, oh, they might make it. Yeah. And there's, I have never been to anything more exciting than that, where people, so many people chase that cutoff. Oh. His dream is to have a finish line like Leadville. He talks about yeah. it all the time. Yeah. He loves that finish line. Yeah. Well, I've just sat there and watched people finish and I'm not a super emotional person, but I'll sit there and get welled up with tears just watching these totally. guys digging yes. so deep. Yeah, yes. no, I love, I love just sitting at that finish and yeah, especially watching people coming in right around noon, those yeah. last few finishers. Uh, one year I was the very last person to get the 25 hour buckle. Oh, nice. Really? That's amazing. <laughs> nice. Oh, I had yeah. to, I had to dig so deep and I'm yeah, just like running it. into town. I'm like, what time is it? You know, I'd see somebody, <laughs> I'm like, how much time do I have? <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Oh, that was rough. Yeah, and that's what makes it worthwhile. That, that cutoff, that thing that you're chasing. Yep. That's what makes it worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, puking the whole way, you know, right? Like, oh man, I got to do <laughs> this. Yeah. Oh, it I, is. I was, my first year finishing the run at Leadville, um, I, I was with my pacer and, uh, and, and we were trying to figure out the time and everything in my asthma. I couldn't even, couldn't even run mm. three steps was more than I could run. Uh. And, and she said, you know, you might have to run, you know, to, to make the cutoff. And I said, well, if I'm going to finish something else is going to happen because that's not going to happen. Mm. <laughs> you know, That's not an option for me to run. <laughs> It's not uh, going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but so I, I mean, I finished, you know, just power hiked it and, yep. you know, yep. finished it. So were you puking? I wasn't puking. <laughs> nice. Good. Yeah. I've got a history with stomach problems. I'm still trying to nail oh, that one down. I know it really is. Yeah. Well, it's like, I, I would choose puking over going number two out on the trail, like nonstop. That's that, true. It slows you down even more. <laughs> but, you know, I, I say that, well, I'm, I'm willing to throw up and keep going, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm willing to vomit and, and just work through it. Then I get a little nauseous and I say, ah, oh, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the nausea just, yeah. Oh, that's terrible. I've yeah. seen that take people out of a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. Uh, my first year at Leadville, <clears throat> they lost one of my drop bags at one of the main at uh, Twin Lakes Aid Station, which you go through twice, obviously. Right. It had all the stuff in it that I needed, right? Like shoes, compression, nutrition, a jacket. It had all my key stuff. And for whatever reason, I don't know if that drop bag just fell off a truck somewhere, but I got to mile 40 and they're like, we can't find your bag. And so I'm back wow. there helping them dig through bags in the middle of the race. Oh. Yeah, it's not here. So what are we going to do now? Like, this is what I signed up for. I signed up for a tough day. It just got tougher. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. 
then as I'm coming back through, I was at like mile 60 and, and my pacer said, you know, your shoes are just like, like coming off your feet. You're pronating really bad. Like this is probably going to really mess you up and you should probably borrow some shoes from somebody. So in the middle of the night, you know, 60 miles, we're like, Hey, does anybody have any size 11 shoes I can borrow? <laughs> and this guy who he's like, I have some Adidas from target. And I'm like, perfect. I'll take those. And nice. of course, those shoes gave me the worst blisters of, of right. all time. <laughs> and then I, I made it to my, like mile 90 and I'm walking along with my pacer. My feet feel so horrible. And I'm like, Marty, I got to pull over and get these rocks out of my shoes. And I take my shoes off and they weren't rocks. They were blisters on the bottom of my feet. Oh, it felt like rocks. Blisters <laughs> and stomach. Those are the worst. <laughs> They're the yeah. worst. So yeah, I just had to like walk back into town on the sides of my feet, like, ouch, oh. ouch, ouch, ouch. Yep, so. yep. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the stuff that makes us stronger, you know? I mean, now I got to- Those story. are the stories. Yeah, yeah. I tell that story A lot story of other things become not a big deal after that happens. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. Yeah, that's why we do this stuff, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, listen, guys, this was, this was fun. I had a blast. Uh, yeah. It was great. To you guys. You're good at this. That was yeah. fun. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> um, and yeah, just looking forward to this summer. We're going to have some fun. I can see it already. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's cool. happening. Yeah. 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 And, and please just let us know ahead of time if you guys need anything in particular, otherwise we're just going to come out with good attitudes and cheering people on and, and we're just going to do our thing. But if you guys need anything special from us, please just give us a shout, let us know. And uh, we got your backs, whatever we can do. Appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah. Absolutely. No doubt. We're yeah. lucky to have you out there. Oh, it's going to be fun. I can't wait. This is going to be a fun year. <laughs> cool guys. Um, your website, what's a uh, website everyone can look at. MNIadventures.com. Okay, perfect. That's easy to remember. Yep. And you guys are on all the socials, easy to find yep. online. Cool. Uh, yeah, Facebook, I'm Gemini Reed, uh, but we have the business Gemini Adventures. And um, uh, yeah, Instagram is Gemini Adventures too. Okay. And is just the one race filled up at this point or do you have a couple races that are, are full for the year? Uh, just the one. Okay. Just the one. So we're, still we're get getting in. people coming into the others, but uh, yeah. uh, that's the only one that's full right now. Everything's on ultra sign up? Yep. Cool. All right. Well, you guys just keep on doing what you're doing. You have great attitudes and uh, um, yeah, it's like every, every race has its own vibe. Right. And some of them are sort of commercial. Yeah. Some of them are a little gossipy, you know, and uh, I've, for whatever reason, and I, gosh, I almost feel bad about this. I've never been to you guys' races and I'm coming out this year and I'm already looking change. forward to it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just looking at you guys as races and I'm like, this is just a great feel already. And I haven't even been out there yet. So nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't Hi, wait. Adam. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thank you guys. I appreciate you guys taking the time to do this and uh, yeah, it's going to be a good year. Thank so you. you guys just great. keep on doing what you're doing and, and thanks for the inspiration and keep inspiring and helping people. I love it. All right. We'll see you in April. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Bye. Sounds good. All right. We'll see you guys. Thanks. Bye. Take Bye. care. Kyla and Reed, I really want to thank you guys for coming on the show. Um, you guys are both an inspiration to me and to many other people. And you are, by all means, doing big things. Uh, it's going to be a good summer. I can't wait to work with you guys. We're going to have a lot of fun. I can feel it. I can feel it in my bones. Listen, before I get you guys out of here, I want to tell you real quick about big things crewing. Are you looking to increase your fitness? Are you thinking about your first marathon or ultra marathon? 
Maybe you just need uh, a little bit of help to get started running. Maybe you're signed up for an ultra and you're wondering how in the world am I going to get this thing done? Big Things Crewing can help. We started this company in 2019 with the goal of helping people achieve their dreams. We offer coaching programs and training plans from beginner to elite, as well as crewing and pacing for ultramarathon runners. Some of the best moments of my life were running ultras, and I couldn't have finished races like the Leadville 100, High Lonesome 100, or Western States 100 without high-quality pacers and crew. One of the things I love most about ultras is, you know, having your friends come out to help you, pace you, crew you. But if you want to do a big Colorado mountain race and you don't know anyone out here, uh, we want to help. We've done the races. We know the courses. We know how to get these things done. I've been in this sport for over a decade. Most of my friends have too. We know how to get you to rally and get you into that finish line. We want to help. We want you to do big things. Look us up, big-things-crewing.com. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to our podcast so you're notified when a new episode drops. If you like what you hear, please write us a review. It helps us to be seen among all the other podcasts that are out there. Head on over to our YouTube page and subscribe there as well. Find us on social media platforms as Big Things Crewing. As always, our website is big-things-crewing.com. I want to thank Athletic Brewing for making this possible. 20% discount code is McRobertsA20. I'm hooking you guys up with a discount on the best non-alcoholic beer around. This stuff is fire. Fire, baby. I also want to thank Will and the good people at On Pace Wellness. If you want to dial in your nutrition and do big things this year, Look up On Pace Wellness and mention this podcast for a 10% discount. Stop messing around, you guys. Get it together. Look these guys up. Get your nutrition dialed in. Remember, guys, life is short. Do big things, baby. Pedro, take us for a run, homie.